0: Yeah, welcome, Hillary. So good to have you again today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm intrigued to see what comes up. Uh, you know what? So am I, Hillary. Um, so for our listeners, today we're going to explore the hawthorn tree slash shrub. Depending on how it's allowed to grow, it seems to be classified mm-hmm. in both categories. Um, And some folks may know it as the May tree. Um, In Celtic tradition, it has um, a connection to Beltane and the Beltane festivals of growing and fertility. It's um, a amazing um, tree that um, grows for up to 400 years. And it's not necessarily found in the forest, but rather just outside the forest. Quite often in hedgerows, it loves to keep company with blackthorn, um, perhaps blackberry and wild rose. And um, it's quite a tenacious shrub. Um, it, um, <laughs> I, I think you'll be telling us some stories about that, Hillary.
1: yeah it's it's tenacious yes um yeah i uh, it's funny what you said about how it's allowed to grow i thought yeah you try to stop it growing <laughs> um i'm actually really surprised to learn that it lives 400 years because it's so far- fast growing um, we used to have one tr- that was trying to grow right at the base of the wall of our house so we cut it down to ground level Okay. So it grew straight back, uh, and it did this repeatedly. It doesn't care how much you cut it down, as far as I can make out. Um, it just grows anyway and doesn't care what you do to it. It's just too strong. <laughs> yeah, and thorny.
0: And thorny. Thorny is right. Um, I I think hawthorn, particularly if you see it in the winter without its leaves, looks like something out of a Hansel and Gretel. Tail and it, it's quite menacing looking. The the trunk is this twisted rope, which is gorgeous and full of texture, and um, it's thorns. Right? Um, they um, um, are quite quite dangerous, particularly if you're trying to remove it. I I'm imagining you had to use quite some gear, Hillary,
1: to get in
0: and work <laughs> with that. Uh-
1: Gla- yeah, thick gloves are good. Yes, I've had it. Um, yes, I, I've had one of its thorns go through the sole of my gardening boot into my foot. Um, and when I got special uh, puncture-proof tires fitted on my bike, the oh. chap warned me that while I was okay for broken glass now, he couldn't give any promises about hawthorns because he'd seen hawthorn wow. get through these tires. <laughs> yeah. Wow!
0: Wow! Yes. You know that that getting through just that statement you made mm. makes me think about how the tree gr- grows how related that is to the body and i will certainly bookmark that when we start talking a little bit more about that but here's another way it gets through it was often believed to be a portal a gateway to the lower world and um folks would in ceremony position themselves by the hawthorn shrub in order to become closer to the spirit world and move more quickly into that to receive the messages Mm. they needed
1: Mm. didn't know that interesting
0: yeah so um the, the Oracle message from the Hawthorne signals um, that an, an arising willingness for you as a person to face and transform the big emotions you face till now. And, you know, I've seen that work over and again in my life where an emotion comes up and I think, hmm, I'd really like to table that for a while, but I know my higher self and my growth could benefit from me moving through and Hawthorne assisting in that Um, It really helps you soften um, your approach to yourself and our self judgment and our rigidness in our thinking, which immediately transforms to those we love around us. Um, Hawthorne really is beautiful at giving the message that, hey, everything's all right, you're safe, and it's okay to be vulnerable. Uh, That's such a powerful message that comes and Mm -hmm. not only is it okay to be vulnerable, but you're going to grow from it and become a more compassionate person, which gosh don't we need more of in the world
1: mm. yeah um i tell you one of the hexagrams this is reminding me of
0: yeah please
1: um yes i mean, as before there there isn't a sort of one to one match but it's when you start talking about vulnerability it reminds me somewhat of hexagram 31 which is influence and um, oh, the most important meanings for the hexagram include uniting and conjoining and sharing and a sense of being mutually available and mutually influencing. Um, the points of connection, It's it's, um, it's about the moment when the man takes a wife. And the way this worked in ancient China was that she was taken into his home. So there are some hexagrams that talk about her experience making that journey. But this is one about his taking a woman. Good fortune, it says. Um, so it's about making space for the new, opening up and letting her in and admitting the influence and change. Wow. Um And in readings, it often has to do with vulnerability and empathy and being opened up for influence. Um, Mm -hmm. It very often comes up for people who are in love. Um, And you know that sense of being kind of opened up down to your bone marrow and as if this person has kind of hooks deep inside you and you can be moved by them. Um, in, in ways that you couldn't be before.
0: Mm, mm. Hillary. this resonates deeply because of the way that Hawthorne opens us up. And I think I speak for a moment to the actual extract and what it does on the emotional mm. level. And um, it it allows us to drop our protection and open up to what's right there for us, right? All the beauty. And and that's what we do when we fall in love, isn't it? We suddenly see the world through a whole nother lens because we've softened and dropped our protection. What do you think about that?
1: Um, It reminds me of an actual hawthorne experience of mine though i'm it wouldn't appeal to the squeamish so should i perhaps not share that one do you think (laughs) Um, (laughs) well but of course now i'm particularly
0: curious go ahead we'll give a warning for anyone.
1: okay Okay. Uh, if you're if you're squeamish pause the next couple of minutes and skip them um Yeah. Uh, Yes, I was out walking. I think I was out blackberrying or something in local woodland, Um, and I got a shooting pain in my um, down the front of my shin, Um, and this got so bad I couldn't put any weight on it, which was a little awkward because I'd walked into the middle of these woods and I needed to walk out again. Sure. Um, I found I found eventually that um, a some people had been trimming the dead bracken, and I'd got a shaft of that under the skin and down the front of the bone and it was completely buried um the you know the entrance wound was was um, practically invisible and the you know this bit was well underneath Uh, so as i hopped to the nearest hawthorn tree um availed myself of of one of those nice good thorns and used that as a kind of scalpel so the (laughs) it it definitely it has this opening up possibility, and sometimes it's even helpful. Um, oh. I was able to perform minor surgery and walk home. <laughs> uh, Hillary, that is actually ideal
0: because you you actually you know laid down your vulnerability. I mean, who feels you know safe about performing surgery? But it, you were up against an <laughs> obstacle, right? And and that obstacle. Mm was allowing you the opportunity to make that choice can I solve this for myself am I large enough am I open enough to use the gifts that are right here before me how beautiful was Mm. that
1: (laughs) it was a little awkward at the time but you know it worked um so yeah perfect Perfect. I'm sure it's a, it's a, it's a very Hawthorne way of helping, I think. Yeah. But yes, why Um. that brings me to another reason why this reminded me of hexagram 31. Like I said, the name of it means united and complete and conjoined and all encompassing and sharing and so on and so forth. Um. But you know, Chinese characters, uh, if you go back to their roots, they start life as pictures um, this one um is said to be a phonetic borrowing from a word that originally meant something else. Um, and I'll show you the picture, and you can, ah oh, no, I can't show you the picture, but the um the character um is um for uh, for influence, shows a battle axe and a mouth. The dominant feature of it is this big weapon for cutting things open. Hmm. Um, the official academic explanation, as I say, is that this was just borrowed for another word that sounded the same, and that doesn't have anything to do with the meaning of it. Um, but after a few years' experience um, with people receiving this hexagram in readings, um I rather have the feeling that it is relevant um, hmm. because of that sense of being opened up, being vulnerable, um, being made open and available, um, opened out, you have to make space for the new and for what moves you, um, I would agree whether you feel like it or not. Hmm. Hmm.
0: You know, Hilary, we can put um, some links in the show notes for our folks to take a look at that. Oh, uh, good. Hilary, can you answer a question for me? I think I may already know, but I'm finding it in my own dipping into um, I Ching and the hexagrams. The the different translations offer very different names for the hexagrams. Mm. How is
1: that so? It's partly that it comes from a quite ancient language; it's three thousand years old, and uh, there are just are many, many different meanings for this word. Um, Also, there are different approaches to it. Uh, The oracle has been in continuous use for those three thousand years, and so there's an accumulated tradition that says, you know, this hexagram talks about um, taking a woman, talks about engagement and marriage, so that's what it's about and that must be what its name means. You know, these are the themes, that's what it's about. Um, There's another school of thought that says that wants to discard the tradition and go back and try to reconstruct what it meant originally. Mm. Um, And some of these people say that hexagram 31 means cutting open Wow, And that as you go through its lines, which go through different parts of the body, it's about cutting open the different parts of the body of a sacrifice. Um, I'm not persuaded by that, um, but in any case, I think that as it speaks to us now, the The tradition, the things that it has been meaning for thousands of years, are important, Um, as well as uh, letting that be enriched by what we what we can learn about its earliest meanings. Mm. Is is
0: there a particular Mm. translation that you favour?
1: I'm quite partial to my own. I, I try to kind of steer a middle way in that between them, mm. um, between acknowledging tradition and uh, using you know the the richness of what's been discovered about the ancient meanings, okay, um, and the stories being told and so on. Mm. Um, mm. There's more on my website about choosing books and uh, and different books.
0: Thank you. Uh,
1: Thanks for sharing that. That will be a good resource. It's, it's nice to work from set to look at several. Um, and as you say, because there are diff- many different English versions and I think it's good to be reminded of this so that you don't start thinking that the one English version you've got in front of you is all there is, um, or, you know, that uh, that exhausts it because it never does.
0: Yes. 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 Thanks for clearing that up. That that's helpful. Um, might I share a little bit about Hawthorne and its work as an extract, mm. as a gemo extract? So when yeah. the, the, the fresh buds of Hawthorne are picked um, in the early spring and a macerate is made from them in the process we call gemotherapy, um, this extract is all about the heart. And so everything that we're speaking to today seems to line up very beautifully with it. And what we discovered in the years of working with this, if Hawthorne is taken in a microdose, one or two drops, it's working on the energetic heart and helping Mm -hmm. us step forward into um, um, being with those big emotions, as I alluded to when we started. Um, very gently and it's very purposeful so we don't use Hawthorne unless we're prepared to open up because it does Mm. what it promises so we need to be aware of that I would never recommend it as a first extract for anyone Um, but it's very useful in Mm. the process as one comes to know their inner self and, and discover um, their shadows and where they'd like to grow and have a little resilience um, with their emotions. Um, but in a full dose, Hawthorne is remarkable in the fact that it harmonizes four of the major our heart functions um, and is used quite in- interchangeable um, with, common heart medications allowing folks to forego um, their dependency on a medication and the beauty Mm. of using Mm. Hawthorne Jimmo is that it actually changes the way the heart works so there isn't an eternal um, dependency on that and of course that would be done along with the care of a practitioner aiding you. I wouldn't recommend anyone going out there and attempting that on their own but it is quite an interesting extract is there mm. anything else that comes up for you Hillary around this
1: um yes I I, I think I've I've um heard of Hawthorne in traditional herbal medicine being a heart remedy and uh, you know this is why you don't go and eat the berries mm-hmm. exactly. because it um, you know, um, just at, ra- at random without talking to somebody qualified, um, because it is quite powerful. Um, in Inching terms, um, um, actually go- going back a bit to something you said before about empathy, um, that's um, and how it opens up this how it opens up a space for empathy, I think you said. Yes, absolutely. Mm. Um, that's also a hexagram 31 thing in my experience. Um, another picture in, in this hexagram, the, the itching is a mass of layers of stories and pictures. Um, this one has the story of the man taking the woman into his home and it has the pictures you get from the words themselves. And then there are the pictures you find in the trigrams, the three line figures, two of those make up each hexagram. Um, And the two trigrams that make up the hexagram influence are mountain below and lake above. And um, let me just find that for you, sorry. it says above the mountain is a lake. Influence, a noble one accepts people with emptiness. Um, and there has, for there to be a lake above a mountain, there has to be a crater. There has to be a space made to contain that lake. Mm-hmm. And for it to remain a lake and not just turn to mud, um, you need a mountain of solid rock below it. Um, uh, I learned that that the emphasis on that second part from Lisa Heber, whose whose website on the I Ching is uh, wonderful, and you should link to it. Um, I think it suggests having a opening up a space to experience for um, emotions, a space for empathy, and also giving that um, you know rock solid perimeters perimeter. Um I've had this hexagram as advice in a time when at a time when my mother-in-law was staying with us mm. she, because she was at she was at a very, very low ebb, um, because she was losing her eyesight. Um and this was you know, making her very depressed and very frightened. Mm. Um and while she was there, I suddenly found I was terrified of the dark. Wow. and I I'm not frightened of the dark I never have been before I never have been since um and yeah this hexagram comes as a reminder and almost a talisman to help me both have space to feel what she's feeling and you know to have a mountain below that lake um that isn't dissolving mm. um mm. To, to know the difference I I don't, I, is that, is any of that relevant to Hawthorne or are we getting a bit nope. into different realms? I, I don't think
0: we're getting in different realms at all. I think we're dancing in the same space and it's beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. It It is this, because to open, we have to know there's something strong beneath us, right? We have to feel that foundation. And mm. so yeah. that mountain strength, Um I believe that's exactly what Hawthorne does. And I've witnessed it as an extract myself that it comes up and meets you where you are so that then you may open.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it. And uh, yes, something to help you not to panic. Um, Mm -hmm. When faced with extremes of emotion that you haven't met before, Mm, exactly, mm, you don't feel prepared for. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, Well, well, actually, Hilary, that was a beautiful line you just said, because one of the things the extract actually does is it works as um, a form of beta blocker that actually prevents the fight or flight response. So hmm. it, it truly does that. Um, it uh, you you cannot panic um, with Hawthorne and and that takes hmm. me right back to your story in the forest and you're hopping over and using it. <laughs> you 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 were not panicking, or you could not have had the creativity and problem solving skills to do that.
1: Hmm. I was well, I, I of course I was surrounded by many many truths. But the Hawthorne was very handy. Yes, yes, yes.
0: yes. But there was a sense of safety that allowed you to use your prefrontal cortex and put (laughs) the good work there. Beautiful. Well, Hillary, I feel like we've just come to this beautiful full circle. Is there anything else you feel that's important to add to this conversation today?
1: No, I I don't think so. I think one hexagram is enough don't you it feels it feels quite complete on my side hmm. lovely
0: well wonderful thank you for your wisdom today oh, thank you